Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I think band music too can be kind of like aggressive. And there was a lot of it too, because it's such a popular entertainment source in a way. So like, I, I do find that like, I have very particular taste with it. It's- Hey, what's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Accolades Conversation Series, in which I talk to some of my favorite artists about who or what they would recommend me checking out. Make sure to subscribe to our channel or hit the like button. There are a lot of bands making arty post-punk, but very few have a front person as magnetic, funny, and occasionally scary as Gustav's Lydia Gamel. The group formed in 2018. In 2020, the band released two songs, Mine and Design. In 2021, the band released their debut album, Audio Drag for Ego Slops, through Royal Mountain Records. I spoke to Lydia about Mildred Bailey, a Native American jazz singer during the 1930s, known as the Queen of Swing, the Rocking Chair Lady, and Mrs. Swing. She had three records that reached number one on the popular charts. If you're into my illustrations, this podcast started as an illustration book, which you can still get on CreateRecords.be. This is what Lydia had to add. Like I said, I thought about this a little bit, um, or a lot bit. Uh, I would say Mildred Bailey. She's like a big band swing singer from the 1930s. She and her ex-husband were known as Mr. and Mrs. Swing, and she was the first woman to have her own orchestra, which is pretty great. She also died pretty young. And unlike some other people from the times, there's actually like only, I think, one archival like video footage of her actually singing. I first know better because my dad would get like a lot of these kind of like anthology box sets, big catalogs of like people's like recordings. Um, usually I think sort of like in the jazz sphere. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was one that he had. And so it's just like multiple CDs growing up that I could listen to. Yeah. And so she's just great. I love the way she sings. She's got a very unique timbre and like a nice a nice sort of feeling to things. Is it the only 30s music that you listen to? or I like I have generally older tastes. But something about her too, I don't know. I just really like, she sings a lot of songs that have been covered by other people. So mm-hmm. much so that now like I'll hear other versions of those songs and they don't sing them the way that she does. And it's like the other versions have been ruined for me. Cause I'm like, oh, you're not swinging it the way that I'm used to hearing. Mm-hmm. Like I've, that happens with a lot of jazz standards, I think too. You get used to one recording of it. And then it, when you hear it, someone singing it a little bit differently, you're like, that's not, you're not hitting the marks that I'm looking for. But I actually first got into her because I think like in middle school, like my music class had like a section on jazz. And so we did these group projects. It was me and two other people and we all had to pick someone from like, what we were given in like the swing era or whatever. And I went to an all girls school and my dad was like, you know who would be perfect for this is Mildred Bailey. And I like wasn't that into her just yet. And, but that's when I sort of started listening to her more. But my teacher, she was like, no, I'm sorry. Like you have to do Benny Goodman because he's more important in jazz. <laughs> like, uh, or no, no, in, in swing. And my dad was, completely like couldn't believe it because he was just like first of all like you you go to an old girls school this is like a pioneering woman in swing music she had her own orchestra she was mr and mrs swing you know um so the workaround was for my presentation 
uh, he got me on the CD. There was like a recording too that Benny Goodman played clarinet on that she was singing on. Oh, nice. So I played that for my presentation in class. And at the end of the presentation, everyone um, was singing the song that I played on the way out. So it was like my moment. Checkmate, checkmate teacher. <laughs> yes. And so I'm also talking about her too, because I, I kind of already snubbed Mildred Bailey in my life as I was supposed to do with her. Uh, for a swing project. I'm bringing this one back for my dad, who's also been like a really great supportive force and introduced me to a lot of great music, so. Is there anything that you remember from your presentation, like history-wise, that you can tell about her? She was the first woman to have her own orchestra. Actually, reading her Wikipedia page recently, I didn't realize her brother, Al Rinker, was in Bing Crosby's first musical group. And they actually helped sort of get her discovered by this guy, Paul uh, Whiteman Whitman, who like, had a lot of big orchestras at the time. Her brother wrote the song, Everybody Wants to Be a Cat from the Aristocrats. Okay. So they're a whole talent family. And PBS actually did a documentary on like indigenous and Native American figures in music. And I didn't realize that she was one of them too. Like she grew up on the Kurdaline uh, reservation in Idaho and that was also just like an interesting perspective to hear too, because they sort of go through her music in that documentary and talk about the way in which she swings certain notes in her own sort of style. You can hear the influence and how it was rooted in that upbringing before she moved to Spokane to make it big, you know? Is there a certain song that you're like, you have to start with that song when it comes to her? I think a great place to start, if you like the musical stylings of Betty Goodman and the killer <laughs> vocals of Mildred Bailey, would of course have to be Bluebirds in the Moonlight um and it's a, it's a good one she's done like a lot i think her big hit was like rocking chair but like yeah the ones like i love yeah i love bluebirds in the moonlight lover come back to me born to be blue some folks are meant to live in in clover uh that are just such a chosen few but clover being green is something i've never seen i was born to be blue mm -hmm. is there a certain album yeah. that is like important you know i think we all are creatures of the way in which we were brought up so for me it's like i know i don't remember what brand did kind of like the anthology that i listened to but like there are certain cds that i remember listening to but those are just kind of like a collection of like studio recording she did. So you're not the first one to name like a, a swing person. Like it's a, a genre that is like for me so far from what I'm used to like listening to. So it's 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 fun to like find these things out. Yeah, I don't. I mean, and it's not something. I think yeah, big band music too can be kind of like aggressive, and there was a lot of it too because it's such a popular entertainment source in a way. So like I, I do find that like I have very particular taste with it it's like i don't think it's like yeah just you know put on that brass and i'm happy you know so like <laughs> oh what i um so like i what i like about Mildred bailey too is that like she definitely had like the way she sings too it's sort of like billy holiday uh, but like you know a, a little different genre wise but like kind of that similar like sense of intimacy and like Mm -hmm. specificity in the delivery i think i really like the way that the songs are arranged and like in a way that i think is like a, a nice entryway into big band music whereas like you know like yeah it's not like i listen to a lot of big band music but i do like music that spans through like a long period of time like in the 30s and that's something that i that I have no clue about but is it a was that the only kind of popular music that that was around like when you listen to a song from the 60s you don't necessarily picture the 60s when you hear a song from the 30s, you immediately see like that kind of, you know, atmosphere yeah. from you for some weird reason. Yeah, no, I definitely think it was like one form of entertainment 
I mean, definitely, I feel like it was more, a lot of music was like very sort of orchestral based, but there was like a lot of other types of like early forms of popular American music that uh, were were bubbling up and being played in clubs at that time too. I'm not, you know, an archival expert <laughs> on the, the development of- you, I was just thinking out loud. <laughs> Me too. I, I like, I'm sort of trying to think back to I'm like, okay, ragtime predates that, but there's like a lot of sort of fun options yeah, 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 from yeah, that. Yeah. I'm sure, you know, the show the blues were sort of starting to happen or, you yeah, know, yeah. Um, and if anyone's, you know, screaming at their phone right now while listening to this, I apologize. <laughs> I mean, uh, probably, because, uh, like, I did a couple of these episodes that you can get comments afterwards that you're like, yeah, you know, I try, I always try to approach them as like, I can know everything. So, you know, it's like, not, you know, like you say, we're not historians. We're just like, you know, yeah. like, like a certain thing because of a certain reason and that's it. So. Exactly. You're you're asking someone about their tastes and, you know, not everyone's taste is aggressively researched or fact-checked. It's just, you know, see. No. But speaking of which, like you say, you're very into old old music. Like what other artists come to mind when you when you say that? Oh, you know, I love Dinah Washington is like a, another sort of like jazz singer who's just got something about the way that she sings is sort of similar to Mildred Bailey but yeah I think she just does like the stand like just her songs are like great and can like really communicate something she's got this great song called drinking again and it's like pretty much I'm drinking again and remembering when you loved me and like I just think that's just paints to picture and it's so fun um and you know I feel like we've all been there sometimes it's like it, it all uh I know you already did Patsy Klein on the podcast, but she's like another person that like I was introduced to through my dad that like really just has like a place in my heart. And the song Drinking Again by Dinah Washington also makes me think of that song Walking After Midnight, where again, you're just sort of in this hopeless state of loss that you're literally just sort of trying to put yourself on display in hopes that you can come back towards this person you know you're not gonna run into. And What I have with music like that, which is something that never resonated to me, uh, personally, is uh, it's very melancholic, but it's also very positive in a in a, in a certain way. And yeah. I like opening my mind up to that because I grew up without me knowing it, searching for like the very depressed kind of stuff. <laughs> yes, know. no, I I I tend to, I do love sort of depressing music as well. But it is funny depending on the genre too. It's like things that can sound so joyous if you actually listen to the words. You're like, oh, this person's really going through it right now. A good example of a song like that is, you know, the song All of Me. It's another sort of classic, like, all of me, why not take all of me? Um, and that song sounds like it's a love song. But if you listen to the, if you read the lyrics, it's really dark. It's someone being like, look, you broke my heart and you're going to leave the rest of me here. Honestly, why not just take every little bit of me because... When you're an English speaker and you're like, you know, you, you listen to that song, do you immediately understand that's what it's about? Or is that something that you find out through it a couple of times? Yeah, my All of Me revelation wasn't until the, like this year because it's a song that like you yeah, hear yeah. a lot sort of in the background and don't say, so you know, the song Hey Ya by Outkast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that pretty much is just singing about like failed relationships. And he even has that line where he's like, you don't want to hear me. You just want to dance. I want to thank Lydia for this conversation. On next week's episode, I'm talking to multi-instrumentalist and rapper Jay Mumford, AKA Jay Zone, about the importance of cool and the gang. Thanks for listening, watching, or however you check out accolades. Give us a thumbs up or follow our channel. See you next week.
save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.